This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I am Mihaila Ignatescu with the news, the headlines. Hundreds of Ukrainian refugees demonstrated on Saturday in several cities across Romania, two years since the start of Russia's war of aggression against Ukraine. Former U.S. President Donald Trump got a new victory in the Republican race for the designation of a candidate for the presidential elections due in November. And Romanian actor Sebastian Stan won the Golden Bear for the best leading role in the U.S. production A Different Man. Hundreds of Ukrainian refugees demonstrated on Saturday in several cities across Romania, two years after the start of Russia's war of aggression. In Bucharest, over 300 Ukrainians marched in front of the government headquarters and in front of the embassies of Ukraine and Russia to honor the memory of those who died in the war and to stress that the tragedy is not over. In Constanza, in the southeast, over 200 people participated in what they called the Bloody Genocide March, which ended in front of the consulate of the Russian Federation. Demonstrations in support of Ukraine took place in several European cities. Thousands of people, including Ukrainian refugees, demonstrated in Berlin, Paris and London, but also in Madrid, Stockholm, Belgrade and Athens. The G7 countries, the main economic powers of the world, will continue to support Ukraine in the face of the Russian aggression and will look for ways to make Russia pay for the damage it caused. The G7 leaders promised during a video conference in which the Ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky also participated. The video conference was organized on the occasion of two years since Russia's full-scale attack. As a sign of solidarity, two of the G7 leaders, the Prime Minister of Italy and Canada, Giorgia Meloni, and Justin Trudeau, went to Kyiv together with the President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, and the Belgian Prime Minister, Alexander de Croo. Meloni and Trudeau signed 10-year security agreements between their countries and Ukraine. The war, the biggest in Europe after the Second World War, has resulted in hundreds of thousands of dead and wounded in the two camps and large-scale destruction in Ukraine, which will need $500 billion for reconstruction. Millions of civilians have been forced to take refuge internally or outside the country. The war in Ukraine has made us more aware that it is essential for Romania to obtain a bigger energy independence within the European integrated market, said the Minister of Energy, Sebastian Burduja. He visited Karajale in Buzo, where the Romgas company concentrates most of its investments in the exploitation activity. 
Speaking about the importance of this project with an essential role in consolidating the energy independence of the country, the minister has stressed that Romgas has restarted drilling in the perimeter in Karajale. It has already reached over 1,300 meters in just two weeks, and it is expected to reach 5,000 meters by July. And if all the data are confirmed, the 76 Rossetti probe will go into production. The Karajala perimeter is Romania's chance to develop and Romanians' chance to benefit from Romanian gas. The investment in this well alone, which is a Romanian well, means more than 100 million lei. And in the entire perimeter of Karajale, the Romgas company will invest a billion lei by 2027, the minister said. Sebastian Burduja also said that the Neptune Deep project, considered the most important gas field in the country, located in the Black Sea, is planned to start production in 2027. Former American President Donald Trump has recorded a new victory in the Republican Party's internal race to nominate a candidate for the presidential elections that will take place in the United States in November. Donald Trump won the so-called primary elections in the state of South Carolina, getting by 20 percent more than his opponent Nikki Haley. South Carolina is the home state of Nikki Haley, who was governor there for six years, which makes her defeat all the more relevant, Reuters reports. However, Haley is determined to stay in the race at least until the so-called Super Tuesday on March 5th, when there will be primary elections in 15 states. However, Donald Trump remains the clear favorite of the Republicans despite the many problems he has, including criminal records. Some of the polls say that Donald Trump could defeat the current president, Joe Biden, in November, who will most likely be the candidate of the Democratic Party. The Romanian actor Sebastian Stan received on Saturday evening the Silver Bear for the best performance in a leading role for his part in the American production A Different Man. At the 74th edition of the Berlin International Film Festival, the feature film The Homie, directed by Mati Diop, was awarded the Golden Bear for the best film. The director Martin Scorsese was awarded an honorary Golden Bear for his entire career, a few weeks before the Oscars, for which the latest film of the American filmmaker, Killers of the Flower Moon, received 10 nominations. And that was the news from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. This is Radio Romania International Broadcasting from Bucharest. Sunday Show. Welcome to a new edition of our program Sunday Show. I'm Elena Enake and I invite you to stay tuned for the next couple of minutes to find out all about my special guest. She's a talented actress and a painter. She also writes her own scripts. Her family is well known in Romania because her father is one of the best and most loved football players of all time. Welcome Kira Haji, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You are currently featured in uh, several plays, also in films and uh, TV series. Please uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what you're doing at the moment. From the moment that I've returned to Romania, I've started um, acting in a feature film 
called Between Pain and Amen. And uh, I played a role that would be my first, my debut and my first feature film. And it was a great experience for me because I realized a lot of um, a lot of details and a lot of information about my family history, the tragedies that happened um, during that time and people in my family, my great-great-grandfather that uh, died um, in prison during that time because of uh, being wrongly accused. So for me, it was, it was a great history lesson and a time of healing for me and uh, for my grandfather as well that uh, lived without a father for uh, the majority of his life from when he, he was seven years old. So um, that's how I started uh, my journey in acting um, when I was like 20, 22, after I turned from uh, the States. You studied there. You studied acting, acting. in L.A.? Yeah, mm-hmm. acting in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit more about uh, the time you spent there? So um, I left for L.A. in um 2014 after I finished high school because I wanted to study film at the center of where film was born in Los Angeles in the States and uh, I studied at New York Film Academy for three years and after I studied for three years I worked there for a year as well and I realized uh, so much about myself and how much I loved not only film but theater and the world of the arts and the entertainment industry and how I wanted to work in the industry and where I wanted to work in the industry and how who I am as an artist and what I want to what what is my purpose as an artist why did you return to Romania yes because um, finding out my purpose was the fact that, um, well, my purpose was uh, knowing my roots and telling uh, stories, more specifically my family stories. And that that is why I, I returned home because I, I truly missed all, I, I missed my family and knowing my roots, knowing my stories, knowing who I am, rediscovering who I am, I guess, by, by returning home. You are the daughter of uh, Gheorghe Hagi, one of the best footballers, Romanian footballers of all time, and one of the best in the world, of course. Uh, your brother is also a um, footballer. Uh, so uh, how was it to grow up uh, in such a family in which sports was the most important thing? It was, it was a unique experience because um, I grew up a little bit like a nomad from... Uh, one place to the next. I was born in Barcelona and at two months we moved to Turkey and after seven years of living in Turkey we moved to Romania to live in Romania and I've had different experiences of cultures and lifestyles. It, it gives you the possibility to adapt, that's what I want to say, in different places and because you move, uh, we move depending on my father's job. So I realized that my way of adapting was more to the place, to the to the culture, to the language. So it was easier for me to to learn acting because it it is what I what I did from when I was really really young. So that was my lifestyle. How did your family react when you told them that uh, you wanna become an actress? They were very surprised and truly shocked first (laughs) (laughs) first time I told them but then as parents do they asked me nicely and 
calmly uh, to understand that uh, I truly have to love a job because it's going to it's going to take a big part of your life and you will have to deal with the good and the bad parts of it and uh, so you had to prove to them that you were serious yes I was truly serious uh, yeah not only prove that but prove to them that I I really wanted to do this and it wasn't just uh, another way of answering their questions and then just going out and playing or just ignoring the responsibilities that they they were asking um, they were very serious and I had to answer them back with the same seriousness Are you more nervous when your family is in the audience when you are on stage all the time because I f- because I feel I look for them when especially when they're in the theater I would prefer for them it, it sounds very bad but I would prefer for them to not be in the room because they know me so well and I feel like when I create uh, a character they know that I'm I'm acting <laughs> yeah. and uh, without them there I feel like I can I can express myself more and act like I've uh, created a new personality or um, mm. a new role. It's, it's easier to to break out of Kira when they're not around. Which do you think are the ingredients of a very good actor? Discipline is one of them, but I feel you need discipline in any any area of your life and uh, love love for for the job. Uh, this leads me to the next question. How do you prepare for a role? It depends on the role. If it's for a film, it's usually more psychological. I uh, I use um, Marcel Proust's questionnaire to create a role. Is there a questionnaire? It, it, there is. There is a questionnaire. You can find it online somewhere. You put on Google search uh, a Marcel Proust questionnaire, and then there, I don't know, a couple, I think there's 33 questions about you that you answer and I do one for myself mm-hmm. and then I do one for my character and then I put them next to each other so I can create the parallels between the two the two people me and the character and do you do that all the time or for every role e- yes I try to do that for every role nearly for every role uh, the only role that I didn't do it for was for a Netflix TV series about the Muppets and I was playing a Muppet. So that was a unique kind of role. It was more my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you also perform now. You are cast in a, in a theater play, uh, The Perfect System. How is it to, to play this role and to be in this play? It's been one of the greatest experiences because um, I've only been cast in dramatic roles until now. And this would be my first role in a comedy. And it's just thrilling as an actor to be able to make people laugh in a theater. I feel like there's no better adrenaline rush that you can have from seeing <coughs> or hearing somebody's laugh. It fills you with joy. Do you have any routine before you go on stage? Yeah. Oh, oh I have a, a couple of exercises mm-hmm. that I have to... Uh, warm my body up, um, also my mouth, uh, uh, vocal exercises, because I feel as an actor, our instrument is our body. You also write scripts, isn't it? Yes. So you are you working on anything at the moment? Yes, it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's a little bit of a secret, but I do have to talk about it because it is true. I 
I dabble in in the script writing. I've been working on a on a script for a couple of years now, and hopefully, as every producer knows out there, as we know, mm-hmm. out that the last part that I need is the financing part, which is the most difficult part yes. to to get right. Do you have a dream as an actress? I don't believe I have one dream role. I feel my dream as an actor is to be able to work as much as possible for many many years to be constant in the work that I have in the roles that I get and uh, hopefully work in movies plays that have a positive message towards the public what do you look in your stage partner to be kind <laughs> i think it's the most important <laughs> aspect when you when you work anywhere any workspace what i what i hope the most is that my partner on stage or in front of the camera is kind. Mm-hmm. You are also a painter. Please tell me about this talent of yours, about this passion of yours. Painting for me is more as a way to put my thoughts, may they be negative or positive ones, on paper um, because of what I do. Acting, sometimes playing with emotions takes a toll on you. I feel like I need uh, a way to take out and put those feelings on paper sometimes. And painting for me is a way to not forget moments, maybe even people sometimes, and I put them on canvas and it becomes a memory and it's not mine anymore. It becomes somebody else's. You had exhibitions in Romania, right? And mm. also abroad. Did you have a certain theme and uh, how was the reaction to your paintings? My my paintings usually their theme is about my roots, my family. It's it's a constant <laughs> theme that I keep coming back to which which is because I I'm fascinated with uh, not only mine but people's life stories that beat film. Like life beats film in my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's why I try to put on paper everything that that I have or that that inspires me about my roots, my traditions, uh, my country, the people around me, the projects that I've been in. So those are those are the themes that I've uh, that I've put on uh, on canvas or on paper uh, that I've painted. And the feedback I've received is uh some have been positive, some have been negative. I feel like you always as an artist you get both both sides but the most important part is that uh, the positive ones were always the ones that I've I've taken into account thank you kira i suggest uh, taking a music break what kind of music do you like right now i enjoy the 70s the 80s uh, a little bit of jazz here and there um, but i listen to a romanian band mm-hmm because it it hypes me up before mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. i like to have a positive vibe mm-hmm. and their name is uh, bosquito uh, hopa hopa so let's listen to bosquito with hopa hopa and uh, we come back Nu mai tu mi-ești din lume pe plac Ăsta 
International Studio with actress Kira Haji. What else do you do, Kira? Currently, I am a teacher, a teacher for acting. It's been a dream of mine to be a to be a teacher when I was very young, mm-hmm. uh, because my mom wanted to also be a teacher, and I thought it was such a beautiful thing to be able to guide uh, kids to become adults or to learn about uh, new things and become their inspiration. So that was one of the reasons why I wanted to become a teacher for kids between, I feel, I think I have kids from seven, the youngest is seven-year-old and the oldest is 12 years old. And mm-hmm. I have like groups of kids that I help uh, teach, I teach acting too. Which are your favorite books? There's so many, but I will, I will tell you one. It's a classic, I feel, and everybody knows. Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. is one of my favorite comfort book. <laughs> I, uh, whenever I need to feel great about myself or just want to drink uh, 
good tea and read a good book or be on holiday. I just uh, read Pride and Prejudice. You return to this book? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. uh, which are your hobbies, by the way? I made my hobbies my job. <laughs> Painting and acting is a, a hobby. Some people would consider them hobbies. But another another hobby of mine is, is reading. Do you watch movies often? Yes, as often as I can. The most recent movie I've watched is Napoleon. But uh, my comfort movie that I watch is Gladiator, actually. Mm -hmm. With Russell Crowe? With Russell Crowe. Mm -hmm. It's inspiring movie. I loved it. Another movie with a great female character would be Anna Karenina and another great book. Mm -hmm. is another movie that I watch. Bicycle Thieves by Vittorio Di Sica, mm -hmm. the, the 1940s black and white movie. I, I watch that. That is my all-time favorite movie. Mm -hmm. would be one of my all-time favorite. I watch it nearly every year. Do you have uh, favorite Romanian actors? Yes. Maya? My Morgan, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a great, great actress that I that I really admire, and her career as well, mm -hmm. and her work ethic. And uh, from among the ones that are no longer with us, my my most favorite is Toma Karajiu. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's yes. undeniably the best <laughs> in my book. Do you have any tours with my play? play? Yes. Yeah, with the play, we're going to have a tour around Romania, mm -hmm. all around Romania, which we're going to, we've started last year. And now it's in Romania and possibly, maybe, there are not any plans done or we haven't discussed this, but mm -hmm. I'm putting it out there because maybe it might happen. Um, one day, maybe we will, we will go with this play internationally somewhere. Mm. In, uh, outside of Romania. Uh, one last thing. Uh, you were telling me earlier about how uh, your um, colleagues at university in Los Angeles found out um, the fact that you are the daughter of a famous uh, football player. I was in class uh, during a editing class, I believe. So they didn't know they who you are? No, they didn't know. They didn't know. I did, they just knew that I was from Romania. So... Uh, they must. They knew about Nadia and about my dad, mm -hmm. and because the majority of them, uh, in my class specifically, were from Latin America, like Colombia, Argentina. Uh, yeah. So everybody, where football is king. Yeah, <laughs> well, everybody knows about mm -hmm. like football or how they call it soccer. So everybody knew about 1994, uh, about the great goal that my dad. Uh, yeah, had, the like, world championship in the world championship against yes, yes. Colombia, and everybody was so excited about that. I was like, "How don't you know?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't know." <laughs> I I was acting a little stupid, <laughs> let's just say. Um, and in one class, I believe uh, it was editing class. No, actually, it wasn't uh, editing class. It was about um, marketing. Mm. And he was telling everybody that if you Google search your name and you can find it on the first page of Google. It means that you have a kick, uh, a start. And I wasn't listening. It was like, you know what, Kira, come over here at my uh, desk. 
put in your name on my computer on Google. Let's see, because it feels like you're yeah. not paying attention to me. So I was like, I don't want to. I, I really, really don't. But the teacher was like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll put it in. And then he did. And, yeah. of course, all the all my history and my dad came up, of course, oh. my brother as well. And all my friends, especially uh, my Latin friends, they were like, no, you <laughs> lied to us. How could you not tell us that you are in the football world? This is impossible. It's like, how dare you? And then, of course, the cat was out of the bag, and they mm. knew that uh, from then on it was... It was really simple for them, us to talk about football every mm. single day. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kira, for joining us today and for being here in our studio. Let's end the program with some music. Of course, you get to pick the song. Well, I have a very uh, beautiful, beautiful song that's it's more soulful. It's Marietta Nase. It's called Miampus Busuya Kumpar. Dear friends, um, that's been all from today's uh, Sunday show. I leave you in the company of music. I'm Elena Enake. Until next time, it's goodbye. Focus on Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, it's all that jazz. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu. On February 24th, Romanians celebrate Dragobete, the Romanian version of the famous Valentine's Day. So today's show is about love. To start with, here is the one and only Aura Urziciano with Song for Love, on lyrics by Eugen Rotaru.
invited to listen to the famous tune Love Story by Francis Lai, performed by the pianist and composer Ion Chikoroshi, a special rendition which is said to have impressed the author himself.
Actress and singer Irina Sirbu celebrated last year 20 years of activity with a special concert at Radio Romania's concert hall, which also included the song we invite you to listen to in the end of today's show, I Wish You Love by Charles Trenet. She is accompanied by the Radio Big Band. I set you free I wish you shall 
a cozy fire to keep you warm. But most of all, when snowflakes fall, I wish you love. Living Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. In the spotlight. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to a fresh edition of our weekly program devoted to Romania's exchanges with various international entities. Today we are going to have a look at the participation of Romania's Foreign Minister Luminica Odobescu in the International Security Conference that has recently taken place in Munich, Germany. This is Daniel Bildt at the microphone. Stay tuned. Romania's Minister of Foreign Affairs, Luminica Odobescu, attended the second day of the Munich International Security Conference on Saturday, February 17th, where the agenda included a meeting with Ukrainian war veterans, an event dedicated to the situation of women in Afghanistan and meetings with counterparts and representatives of the international think tanks. Minister Odobescu attended a meeting with a group of veterans of the Ukrainian Front, during which she delivered a strong message of Romania's solidarity with Ukraine and the Ukrainian people in their legitimate struggle to defend their independence, territorial integrity and sovereignty in the face of Russia's illegal war of aggression. The Romanian official congratulated the Ukrainian army and people for their courage and resilience and expressed confidence that their sacrifices would be rewarded with justice and accountability for Russia's crimes against Ukraine. The Romanian Minister of Foreign Affairs also took part in a round table on the current situation of women in Afghanistan, organized by the Foreign Minister of the Federal Republic of Germany, Annalena Baerbock, and the Foreign Minister of Canada, Melanie Jolly. The Romanian official highlighted the multiple crises simultaneously affecting Afghanistan at the security, humanitarian, economic and political levels, and in particular, the serious deterioration of human rights and democracy throughout the country with a dramatic trend of violations of the rights of women and girls, 
including their systematic exclusion from most spheres of public life. She underlined the essential role of the UN, but also of regional and international coordination, including in the process of holding accountable those who violate these rights. Minister Odobescu also stressed the need for sustained financial and technical support to strengthen women's organizations in their peace-building efforts. The Romanian Minister of Foreign Affairs also met with Minister of Foreign Affairs of the Sultanate of Oman, Said Badru al-Busaidi. The two officials reviewed the state of Romanian-Omani cooperation and the calendar of bilateral contacts in the context of the 50th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic relations between the two countries. At the same time, the two diplomats exchanged views on the security situation in the wider Middle East. The Romanian Minister of Foreign Affairs reiterated Romania's support for the creation of the necessary conditions for a lasting peace in the region. The heads of the Romanian diplomacy also met with the new Argentine Foreign Minister Diana Mundino. On this occasion, they reviewed the state of bilateral relations and discussed the prospects for future cooperation following the results of the visit of Romanian President Klaus Johannes to Argentina in April 2023. They also discussed the status of the two countries' candidacies for the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, as well as topical issues on the regional and multilateral agenda. In particular, the impact of Russia's war against Ukraine and EU-Argentina relations. The Romanian minister invited his Argentine counterpart to visit Romania later this year to continue and deepen the bilateral consultations, an invitation which she accepted with interest. Minister Luminita Odobescu also had a bilateral meeting with the Minister of Foreign Affairs of the Democratic Socialist Republic of Sri Lanka, Ali Sabri. On this occasion, the two officials underlined their interest in deepening sectoral cooperation in areas of mutual interest, such as education, oil and gas, trade, IT and C. The Sri Lankan counterpart presented new elements regarding the opening of an embassy in Romania with a resident ambassador in Bucharest. The Romanian official confirmed the support of the Romanian authorities for this initiative. The two ministers also discussed issues of mutual interest on the international agenda. The agenda of the Minister of Foreign Affairs also included a meeting with the Bavarian Minister of State for European and International Affairs and co-chairman of the Romania-Bavaria Joint Governmental Commission, Eric Beiswenger. The Romanian official congratulated Minister Beiswenger on his appointment as co-chairman of the Joint Commission and confirmed his commitment to strengthening bilateral cooperation with a view to the next edition of the Commission, 
scheduled to take place in Romania in 2025. The discussions revealed the party's interest in strengthening the strong political, economic and cultural ties between Romania and Bavaria, which are strengthened by the German minority in Romania and the Romanian community in Bavaria, the largest foreign community in the state. Minister Odobescu expressed her interest in increasing German investments in the Romanian economy. At the same time, the Romanian Minister of Foreign Affairs met with Ted Deutsch, CEO of the American Jewish Committee. The Romanian official expressed concern about the alarming increase in anti-Semitic incidents worldwide, both online and offline. She stressed that ensuring the physical protection of members of the Jewish community must be a priority in this context. She highlighted Romania's ongoing efforts, including recent ones, as part of the implementation of the National Strategy for Preventing and Combating Anti-Semitism, Xenophobia, Radicalization and Hate Speech 2021-2023. She also referred to the elaboration of the future strategy all these activities being carried out in close cooperation with the Federation of Jewish Communities in Romania. The Romanian dignitary also had a meeting with the executive director of the European Institute of Peace, Michael Keating. The situation in the Black Sea region, caused by Russia's military aggression against Ukraine, was a central element of the discussions, as well as security developments in the Western Balkans, Asia, the Middle East and Africa. You have been listening to our weekly feature in the spotlight. Today about the participation of Romania's Foreign Minister Luminica Odobescu in the International Security Conference that has recently taken place in Munich, Germany. Until next time, from me, Daniel Bilt, it's goodbye and best listening. Focus on Romania. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk, I'm Eugen Nasta. We dedicate this radio encounter to a complete musician, Benone Damian, the one who, all throughout a prestigious career, blend the classical violin repertoire into the fiddler's music. Actually, Benone Damian is the one who introduced the notion of concert music band in the musicological circuit. Several years ago, musicologist Viorel Cosma described him as the case of a musician with a twofold career, 
that of a virtuoso of the peasant and fiddler's music, but also that of a classical music violinist, having been employed by the Georgia Enescu Philharmonic's orchestra for 25 years. According to Viorel Cosma, Benone Damian opted for being in the service of the domestic traditional music. You are invited to listen to a concert piece performed by Benone Damian and his orchestra. The conductor is Benone Damian himself. With that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye.